welcome to Success Gyan podcast. This is Surendran Jayshekar, founder and CEO of Success Gyan. Success Gyan is India's leading platform for personal and professional development. Our goal is to make 8 p.m. the learning hour in this country. So every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 8 p.m., we'll be bringing in world's best trainers to speak on topics which will help you become a better version of yourself in every area of your life. constantly ask yourself what do people think of me and you don't feel satisfied with the way you interact in social gatherings this is because of social anxiety listen to india's leading brains performance expert dr meghna dikshit help us learn in depth about social anxiety and ways to overcome it are you ready let's get started today's topic is about social anxiety and how can you overcome it but before you start understanding how to overcome social anxiety you must understand what may be happening within you or why did you first in place develop this social anxiety so most often uh, people those who have social anxiety they are not anxious in every situation what happens if you are someone who faces social anxiety you know that the places or the people that you are with whom you can trust whom you feel are safe you wouldn't find that you are anxious like per se you if you're with your parents maybe with your friends whom you can trust easily or maybe if you are an expert on a topic uh, you wouldn't mind going and speak in front of public on that topic but what happens is when in a situation where you face that you are meeting new people like suppose you're going on a date or maybe you're going for an interview where you haven't met the people before or maybe you are in a setting a family get together or a new place where you haven't met this people or even in the queues maybe at the airport or a bus station or somewhere you meet someone and somebody starts talking to you suddenly you might find yourself getting anxious about whether you're looking appropriate whether you're feeling appropriate whether you're talk coming out properly or what is it like what's in your space like you know every time you sense there's a new person or a new situation that you're interacting with suddenly you start feeling sweaty palms you know your uh, forehead starts uh, sweating and you start feeling that palpitation your mouth dries up and you start feeling uncomfortable and you want to just run away from that situation and if that is something that bothers you and you're wondering that you know why does this happen to me like why am i in so with some people and in some situations i'm so comfortable and in and suddenly what happens to me and if you are not able to put a point to it or, or put a finger to it that what could be the reason that i'm facing this let me give you a little more insight about why this may have started and from where it all started now suppose if you have been in a uh, let's take an example like if you are a child and a child is born in an environment which the child doesn't know anything about right you're just born and you're there and you see things around now as you are a baby you are dependent on your adults around you right so what you are you're asking and you're seeking for information from your adults and your surroundings now the communication that your elders are having with you and amongst themselves plus whatever is there in an environment like what kind of a, uh, circumstances are you born in what kind of uh, situations that your parents are going through or uh, you know elders in the family going through or maybe the the news which is discussed or maybe overall what is happening in the world now you may think a child is small and the child what the child can understand out of it but see child may not understand everything that's happening but child gets and understands the vibe the frequencies that are floating in the environment now as the child is 
you know absorbing all of these vibrations from their environment the child is developing their own software inside that's your mind inside and in an environment which is more stressful a child starts developing a cope up mechanism now let's go more focused on what could be the stressful environment for the child now suppose you know a child is completely uh, you know there is no software there is no manual for life but what happens is uh, while growing up the parents or the grandparents the teachers or maybe the neighbors the conversations that they may be having amongst themselves or maybe with you could affect you directly in terms of perceiving yourself or the world around you because your brain is developing the software right so your perception about yourself your beliefs your conditioning your understanding about yourself and about the world is developing and majorly developing till the age of 7 to 9 years and what happens is if suppose you faced a criticism or maybe you faced competition or comparison you know most of the times parents those who are themselves emotionally broken those who are not healed themselves or those probably are people those who haven't worked on their own challenges they just bring in everything the whole baggage their own past their own anxieties into the parenting and and the conversations like you know if you see the families having the conversations in terms of generally the entire family's mental makeup is about comparison and if suppose you're growing up you've been compared with your cousin or maybe a neighbor or maybe your own sibling or maybe just randomly talking about how you're not good enough in terms of you can do better you know competition or it could be you know if you have faced some certain sort of a rejection or humiliation uh, from anybody and, and these instances happen to you multiple times what happens in your space when you are growing up is you're picking up that this environment is not safe i cannot open up myself i cannot be uh trusting other people because the moment i trust somebody the moment i start loving somebody i do get the backlashing i do get the problem i feel that you know people are not trustworthy and that's where something goes you know a miss in your space and you start feeling every time you you are in an environment which you feel you're not safe or you can't trust the people in that environment suddenly you start feeling that palpitation in your heart and anxiety and sweating sweaty palms and all of that like you know you want to just run away from that situation you start feeling suffocation and that's where the social anxiety comes in place now why or how it happens in your space we understood that but what exactly is happening in your brain when you face such triggers like we spoke about the triggers like you know if you're meeting somebody for the first time for dating or maybe interview or maybe just randomly you need to go talk to somebody in some strange environment or you know anything like that that triggers like even the family functions or big get togethers that probably you're going and you're attending something and suddenly that thing comes up no matter how you try to hold back how much you try to help yourself how much you try to ground yourself and how much you try to work on your those moments of not and you how much you try to tell yourself giving yourself affirmations that today it's going to be fantastic it doesn't work everything just falls apart and you just start feeling that whole thing coming up right now what happens in your brain when this is up let me explain you a little bit that how your brain starts looking at the triggers and environment there are two glands in your brain which is called as amygdala now amygdala's job is in your brain to see what's happening around you it's plugged into the environment with the help of five senses and it's taking inputs from the environment now suppose a trigger is presented in front of you 
in that environment which in the past has caused you anxiety or in the past who it made you feel that you're not good enough or maybe there is something that is wrong and you cannot handle this immediately and it's it's the research says that within 3 seconds of the information gone to the amygdala if the amygdala has perceived the trigger it just goes into hyperactivity now when amygdala goes into the hyperactivity what it does it 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 invokes the fight and flight response of the body now the moment suppose you look at the trigger as a tiger in front of you and when the tiger comes what you will do if you have the if you are equipped enough to fight with the tiger you will fight with the tiger if not then you will run away right and that's exactly happens in your space it mobilizes your body to start responding to the perceived threats by increasing the adrenaline function in your body releasing more adrenaline and more cortisol so that it becomes it goes into the hyperactive mode and a lot of times what happens is when amygdala goes into the hyperactive mode within few seconds you may feel that anxiety coming up right and what happens in many many cases or many times it happens that the same information when it is passes on to the prefrontal cortex which is right here the your neocortex the uh, where it the information reaches and the moment the prefrontal cortex starts processing the information now it depends on your neuro pathway sometimes it may take 10 seconds for the people those who are great meditators etc for sometimes it for some people it takes 10 minutes to reach that same information to the prefrontal cortex now what is a prefrontal cortex does your amygdala has put you into that you know anxiety in terms of your rapid heartbeat your sweaty palms your respiratory you know excitement muscle tightening and you feeling that surge of energy in your body just to run or freezing with that trauma that has you know uh, that your brain remembered suddenly now the moment this information goes to the prefrontal cortex prefrontal cortex job is to reason with that information now every time the information goes to the prefrontal cortex it's going to look at the past experiences and it's going to scan all those experiences with the present evidence right in front and through the past experiences your prefrontal cortex is going to bring in the awareness to you and tell you whether this trigger has an actual evidence of creating a trauma in your space or in the past have you ever worked with such kind of a trauma and you have come out as a winner so it is scanning that information and what happens is the moment rational thinking comes in place a lot of times you'll observe that the same triggers that may have produced the anxiety momentary anxiety in your space eventually die down and you start feeling calm and then you take action now most people those who are athletes or those who are even the artist those who are stage performers or even public speaker or you know anybody who's in the who's in the limelight experiences this kind of an anxiety in their space it's very normal because anxiety and excitement has got the similar symptoms and a lot of times when the you know anxiety comes up this anxiety is typically giving you the ability to be more alert telling you to take that action right and the moment you start taking the action automatically this symptoms go away but in social anxiety what happens is when the prefrontal cortex come in comes in place now prefrontal cortex's job is actually to calm you down to give you the rational thinking but in the cases of social anxiety it has been said that or it is the research says that prefrontal cortex itself amplifies the action of amygdala so it becomes partner with amygdala and because of that it becomes difficult for the people with social anxiety to 
kind of get out of that fear and take action but it actually entrenched you know that fear of you know everything that just goes and magnifies it and you just start feeling it's not it's not something that you can handle well and the moment you start feeling that you feel that you know moment to moment and and it could be longer period of anxiety till the time you get out of that situation now this is about social anxiety now you may be wondering that if this is what has happened to my brain if my my brain is not cooperating then what do i do am i permanently damaged or and a lot of people with anxiety feel that they are permanently broken i receive a lot of emails like that i received a lot of uh, direct messages on instagram asking people asking me this question that am i permanently broken so the good news is no you know your brain has an amazing ability to uh, to get into the plasticity now what is plasticity plasticity is your brain's ability to you know start working on changing physiologically or anatomically what does that mean your neurons as the nerve cells of your brain regenerate every time now in the anxiety what happens is your new neurons which are regenerating are regenerating from the same old you know perception and that's the reason you continue the channel but if you start working on yourself step by step the things that i'm telling you right now you will observe that your brain is eventually going to work on a different kind of a neuroplasticity a regeneration which will help you to get out of this social anxiety completely now what do you need to do i'm going to give you a series of inputs that you can start working on you may start with one point at a time and then once it becomes a part of you you can continue on the next one so take your pen and paper out and let me give you those insights so what you need to do is the first thing that you need to do in the social anxiety what happens is people stop going out that's the first thing that people do is you know you don't want to go out and meet new people now you got to bring that courage inside you because this social anxiety may be causing a bigger damage than you may be thinking a lot of people i have seen of social anxiety are not going for the new interviews like i remember this one guy uh, one student of mine he for 9 years he was stuck on the same job and the same place because he was not comfortable giving interviews and that was causing a lot of damage because you know in spite of having such a great experience he was stuck on the same salary in the same position in the same company now imagine those 9 years that he wasted instead of climbing the ladder of success or wherever he could see himself to be he was just stuck in his life now the moment you start working on your social anxiety i saw this guy today from the salary of 6 lakhs he went straight to 16.5 lakhs and that too in just 6 months time now isn't it motivating you to take that action because you see you may be stopping yourself from really taking that action and maybe then you're stuck in your life and the if you look at the bigger picture the social anxiety may seem like a small thing right now but it may be impacting a huge area of your life right considering your health your relationships your career your money everything so how about the first thing that you do is start getting out get yourself out there start small maybe you're not comfortable with big gatherings start with small go to a library or maybe a coffee shop meet one person start with that the second thing that i want you to do is ask for help now understand that you know imagine how much time and money you probably are losing if you're stuck in the same place a lot of times when i tell people to ask for help go to somebody a professional who can help you people think oh no I, i you know people will start looking at me as i have some mental issues or you know it's a lot of money i'm spending on it think about it as an investment when you grow when you work on yourself your everything around you grows too 
So start investing in yourself by seeking help. If not from a professional, maybe you can start with a friend. But choose a friend who's who knows how to deal with social anxiety. Otherwise, what will happen is if you're meeting the similar kind of people, uh, those who have social anxiety, you will end up getting even more anxious, right? So find people those who have those who know how to deal with it. The third thing which has worked with a lot of people I've shared with is keep a journal. Keep a daily journal so that you can uh, you can know how much have you improved. Start writing your thoughts. You wake up in the morning, you pick up pick that journal up and start writing about your thoughts. Maybe in the first time there will be a lot of anxiety that you'll pour in your thoughts or you would probably know which thoughts to pinpoint or maybe the thoughts itself will not come. A lot of people say that, you know, I'm sitting with a journal and right now I don't have any thoughts. That's all right. I don't have any thoughts is also a thought. Please remember that. So start writing down about your thoughts. And then, you know, day after day, as you keep doing this, sit there for 15, 20 minutes and just pour your heart out on that paper. And you will see eventually after a month or two, your thoughts have improved. Quality of your thoughts have improved. And all of us know the you know, your quality of your life depends on the quality of the thoughts that you have. And a lot of times you'll also start recognizing if you're really falling into the old habits or a negative thinking that's coming back, you the fourth thing that I want to tell you is, you know, work on your physical health because your brain processes every information and your emotions through your physical health. So I want you to focus on your physical health and make sure that every single day you do one physical activity to get out of that same cycle of thoughts and emotions that are running in your space. Also, remember that your your food has a, a huge contribution on your thoughts. So get a balanced diet, maybe eat more sattvic food and you can check on sattvic food and start working on your things like that. The fifth thing that I want to do is, you know, most of the times when you have social anxiety, you, you, you set small goals. So my suggestion is, you know, start setting smart goals. Start setting what are, your, what are the goals that are actually making you feel happy and start very small. Make that one little change. Like I was telling about this guy to you that who was not going for an interview. When he started working on himself, he gave himself three months to work on him. And in order to do that, he actually burned all the bridges. He actually quit his job. I'm not advising you to do so, but he actually quit the job. He focused on working on himself. He dived so deeper because there was no fallback option. After three months, he actually went on giving the interviews. Now, initially, he wasn't comfortable and he was not able to, you know, get success in the, all the interviews that he was giving. But slowly, as he got comfortable it, with it, he actually landed up in a very good job. And most importantly, he said that when he landed on that job, HR didn't even ask him how much salary would he want. They straight away gave him 160% hike in his salary. So imagine what can happen to you. Imagine the worst, you know, right now what's happening is you're imagining the worst case scenario. Th start thinking about the best case scenarios. And, and when you're not anxious, when you're anxious, you'll not be able to think of best case scenarios. How about practicing more thinking about best case scenarios? And start congratulating, giving yourself more credit rather than discounting you. Start appreciating the small wins every day. Then what you need to do is you have to become your best advocate. Nobody else is going to look out for you the way you can look out for yourself. And that's the reason I said that you must invest in yourself. That's very, very critical. The next point that I want to give you is dress well. Focus on your appearance because when you focus on your appearance, when you look good, you feel more confidence. That's what research says. So focus on it. Don't, don't, just, don't just show up shabby. 
every single day when you wake up in the morning do something that makes you look good feel good within yourself so work on that work on your environment keep it neat tidy clean make sure that you have you know your triggers are not in your environment whatever you can do to uplift your environment because that will directly have an impact on your amygdala and prefrontal cortex also i want you to spend some time alone in introspection chances are your thoughts and feelings have become so automatic that you don't even know what's going on inside you so how about setting up some time to introspect and see what's happening the next point i want to give you is start saying yes to those invitations which you're saying no start small but start saying more yeses to the new invitations also i want to tell you to start saying no to many things what are those many things are you a pushover a lot of people take you for granted because you can't say no to them so start being more assertive start setting healthy boundaries and start saying no to people i know it's difficult it's not going to be all of a sudden you cannot change yourself but one thing every single day you have to say yes to one thing and you have to say no to one thing so choose for yourself slowly steadily if you keep doing this every single day it will work and most importantly i want to tell you that it's okay to be imperfect so be comfortable with being imperfect because that is an excuse that you're giving yourself when you feel that you're not perfect you don't want to take action you don't want to go and meet new people it's okay to be imperfect your five fingers they are not same right nothing in the nature is is perfect everything is imperfect so stop telling yourself that you're not perfect so you can't go out and and most importantly if you're missing on your social skills if you don't know how to uh, you know work on your uh, communication skills per se or you don't know how to speak in public these are learnable skills nobody is born to be a great communicator or nobody is born to be a public speaker everybody takes time to get there so start learning from the experts on how can you l- learn to be better communicator how can you connect with people better how can you um, have a better eye contact start remembering names of the people that you're meeting and start giving good compliments to people not people pleasing but giving compliments to them on and their rear attributes so how can you start working on all of these i gave you about 13 tips today let me know which one is you're going to use at least one of it which one you're going to use practice regularly and improve on that part of you which is already amazing thank you so much Thank you so much for listening. I'm sure this podcast showed you the steps on how to overcome your fear of social anxiety and do share this with your friends and family or anyone whom you think is going through such stressful situations. Dr. Meghna Dixit will be live in the upcoming Super Growth Summit along with 10 other world-class trainers. Log into www.sgsummits.com and register for the upcoming Super Growth Summit for free.